It's Greg Pope, John Burton Show, presented by Omni Nashville Hotel. Kitchen notes a week from Friday, right? Not this coming Friday. Bill King Show, our show. Usually the first Friday, some scheduling stuff going on down at Omni. So we graciously moved it back a week. And, of course, we'll be down there. Uh, and then that will be our last to pick them with the pickers as well. You know who should come down and have breakfast with us? Is Alan Bell. Yeah. You know, I mean, why would he not? I mean, he could walk right down from his penthouse and downtown Nashville. Well, he could have his driver come. Yeah, you just, know, send him. you know. Alan, you're invited. Come on, man. Whoa, whoa, hold on, DJ. Spin that. Oh, that's right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. With so much drama in the NFL, it's time to check in with our man, Mr. Alan Bell, because he somehow, some way, keeps coming up with great information like every single day. Come on, Greg, what are you doing? You uh, yeah, I know, I know that's important to you. I'm sorry. I apologize. It should okay. be important to you, too. Uh, like I said, I know it's important to you. Uh, <laughs> Alan, what's up, buddy? Hi, Alan. How you feeling, hey, pal? Gentlemen, all right, first off, doing great. Second, would love to have breakfast with you guys. I don't know anything about a penthouse or a driver. Uh, the only time, yeah, I don't know anything about that at all. Love the music. You know what? It's just good to hear from you. It good is. to hear from you as well. Uh, absolutely. What do you got, Greg? Uh, I don't. Nothing particular. But okay. we're serious. Come on down and hang out with yeah, us. We uh, love, yeah, we A week from Friday. You're always welcome. Yeah, at, always welcome. Right. notes, uh, and uh, we'll we'll hook you up with valet, and we'll take care of your breakfast. Yeah. There we uh, go. There you go. Yeah, all right. I, I guess my first question would be, Alan. Uh, two best teams in the Super Bowl. What say you? And I'll, you know what? I'll give you a stat and tell you why, okay? So, throughout the regular season, the Chiefs led the AFC in points per game at 29.1. The Eagles, in the regular season, led the NFC in points per game at 28.1. Now, let's get weird, all right? Take all the regular season games, all the postseason games for both teams. They each scored exactly 546 points this season. Wow. Exactly. What about the notion that the Eagles aren't as battle-tested as the Chiefs? Because a lot of people are saying, yeah, the Eagles have a great record, and they are obviously fantastic through the playoffs, but they, you know, maybe didn't play as tough a tough competition. I can't talk. Uh, well, tough a uh, competition as the, uh, as the Kansas City Chiefs did. Wow, that was well, bad. Well, I'll say this. No, no we so got not. it. We got it, John. You're all right. You know, we all can't be in an a, an a game all the time. Yeah, thanks, Greg. I'll flip, I'll flip it on the other side. Uh, how about the, the Chiefs aren't as rested as the Philadelphia Eagles? Because they only had to play, uh, what, first halves of both of their games. <laughs> I mean, these things were over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, you can look at it both ways for sure, right? But I, I'll say this. Uh, I, I don't think I would be discounting the Philadelphia Eagles by any means because, remember, even though we can look at the Brock Purdy situation all that, uh, they still cut up on the 49ers defense fairly easily. Right? Like, I would not be someone who's walking in confident against that offense, especially with that Chiefs defense, because I'm not saying that it's bad, but I'm not saying that it's great either. Right. And the Eagles defense, they let the NFL in sacks this year, too, boy. So, like, duh. Like, I would uh, be super confident about anything going against them. All right, uh, let's put this to bed. Uh, the Bengals, you know, it was rigged. They wanted the Chiefs. The NFL so is get, fixed, yeah, yeah, Alan. I mean, I mean, you know, just admit just, it. Just a form, You're an NFL insider. Tell the my, people. For my mouth to just say that is, <laughs> well, makes me mad. I'll say this. I'll say this. It, that's not the answer. The answer is the NFL was rigged against our Giants. That was the problem. Uh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. 
No, man. I mean, look, like it was crazy. I, I mean, we're, we're having redos. We're missing holding calls. You know, we're missing, you know, uh, hitting. Devontae uh, Smith, that wasn't whatever. a catch. Devontae Smith wasn't a catch. Yeah, that was a heck of a play by him, by the way, in terms of, you know, understanding and saying, boys, let's get up on the line. Let's go. You know what I mean? Um, look, man, I mean, I, I don't have the answer for it. Like, <laughs> officiating has been crazy for a while. And we've talked about it on the show for two years now. The problem is that the NFL has gone out of their way to make this like a police car sitting and hiding in like a known like speeding trap type thing. Like, stop doing that. Like, we don't have to find every single penalty on every single thing. Like, take 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 the gauge off. It doesn't have to be that high. If it's something's there, you see it, it's agreed, just call it. Right? But when you start ticky tack and finding every single thing. Right, that's when you're gonna miss. You're gonna miss things because that's naturally gonna happen because it's not easy to be an official in a professional sport. These things, these games are so fast, right? But that's what happens when you when you just ticky tack every single thing. So, like, I have no answer for that. It was nuts. But my answer overall would be just let's bring it back a little bit. Like, we don't have to find every. We don't have to call holding on the other side of the field when it had nothing to do with anything. Right. Like, we could let that go. You know what I mean? Like, that that's kind of my answer overall. Well, and, you know, is it, do they go to full time? I mean, all right, right now, I know we were talking about this earlier. I guess I knew this was coming up. They make $205,000 in 2019, 20% invested in a full-time situation. None of that now. The CBA changed all that. Uh, is that the solution? Or, or let me give you some thoughts. Why not incentivize former players sooner their careers are over who are still athletic enough to keep up with the game? Because right now you've got referees 40s, 50s, 60s year old out there. They just can't keep up with the speed of the game, the athleticism of the game. Uh, yeah. and, and so what is the solution? Is it well, full-time? And you know, a lot of you may lose some of your better ones because they don't want to commit full-time. So I'll tell you this. And I spoke to a, uh, an individual that I know who is a current Division One college football referee, okay? Mm-hmm. And this was in the last nine months. And we talked back and forth about all kinds of things. He tells me where I'm an idiot, tells me where you know, I'm, I'm kind of on point, okay? Where I'm an idiot is that it's kind of like other positions in regular jobs. Like, there is a serious decrease in the amount of officials that are ready to go high level. Okay, like you've got people that, you know, do it at junior high, high school level, um, and, and that's where they want to be, right? Like, and they're good at what they're doing. But, like, people who absolutely want to get to the highest level, like, that pool is small. So we're already dealing with a lack of, you know, um, just talent overall. Well, right? and to, let me, let me jump the, in because it moves, yeah, right, it right, goes right. up because this past year, TWSAA, they had this, every team had to play at least one Thursday night game because so, they didn't have enough referees. Yep. So it, it all that. bubbles up, right? You just don't fall out of a, hey, I'm going to be a referee and walk over, you know, and do a, an NFL game. <laughs> yeah, 100%, man. Like, it's a real thing, right? So, so you know, I didn't really understand that, you know. Who, who would have known? You know, and he broke that down. He's like, "Look, there's just not a lot of there's not a lot of pools of people yeah. at this level that are ready to go. Like you have that's 20 years minimum. You know what I mean? That you have to put in. So your your idea is not wrong, right? Um, I, I don't have a full answer for it. The full time thing, like yeah, like it sounds good, but 
I mean, it's not like these guys aren't putting in time. You know what I mean? Like they're they're, they're doing it. Um, I, I really think that you know the NFL, you know, because it, another thing, the NFL's the one telling them to call, like not in real time, but like you know they're saying like, hey, let's put an emphasis on finding this this season. Let's right. Put an like, yeah, it's not like them going rogue. You know what I mean? So I, I just think that you know the 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 gauge of calling a penalty can get out of control sometimes. And it's like, dude, like ease back. Like we don't, we don't need a hundred penalties in a game. Like if it's agreed, just call it. If right. not, yeah, we can live with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Alabella is our guest, CBS sports, digital, cbssports.com. Alan, uh, been listening to a lot of WFAN the last couple of weeks and Jets yep. fans are convinced Aaron Rodgers is going to New York because Hackett <laughs> is now the OC is possibility of that happening is that going to happen what do you think well i'll tell you what how about we get some broncos fans to call in there Let them think that. <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah that, that one didn't work look I, I i'll say this you gotta understand Alan, you gotta understand you jets fans are desperate i i get it yes, you know right. i've been watching jets football for 40 years you know they haven't done a whole lot thank yeah, god i'm a giants fan yeah, yeah and i didn't mean to talk over you no, you're oh, all good. right right and especially with the giants like now emerging mm. as you know a good football team in terms of you know we're going to compete we're going to you know we're going to be here for a while right like yeah. I, I certainly get it the Jets fans are desperate uh, look you're dealing with a situation of yeah it could certainly happen that Aaron goes there but look at the person that you're dealing with this this guy's the most temperamental quarterback in the NFL yeah like he, He'll, he'll throw a temper tantrum tomorrow. It'll It's always something. You know what I mean? Like Oh, he gets hard. pissy with the Green Bay media, and they all love him. What's he going to do in New York when you got 10 hammerhead sports writers, you know, giving it to 100%. him back and forth, right? 100%, right? I mean, they, they're not going to put up with it. And, and he'll, he'll you know, him, he'll buck back too, right? Like, I mean, it, I, I just don't see that being a good situation. Not to mention, I mean, the Jets have pretty good defense. They've got good players, mm-hmm. but I think Aaron's looking at it saying, I'm not trying to resurrect a program here. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you know, I, I think they'd better have, have a better shot at Tom Brady than they would uh, when they're around. It, so, long story short, man, like, that that's the hardest guy to sit there and, and, and kind of bank on because mm. that, that, that whole dude's life could change in 30 minutes of how he's feeling. You right. know what I mean? Like, there's no telling what this guy will do. So, yeah, man, like, uh, good luck with that, Jets. Good luck. <laughs> Alan Bell, Alan Bell, twenty four seven with us. Uh, CBS Sports, CBS Digital, CBS Sports Line, all the things that Alan does. Uh, Kellen Moore wasn't out on the market very long. What do you make of his firing or whatever mutual parting, however you want to describe that? And then San Diego, boom, picking him right up. Yeah. So all right. So you know, first off, with Mike McCarthy being the guy that's calling plays now. Okay. So that's not something that Jerry Jones or Stephen Jones like were advocating for. Like I, I don't see any scenario where throughout the year they're like, oh, we need Mike McCarthy calling plays. That had to be something Mike McCarthy was pushing for, right? Mm-hmm. So then my question becomes, how long was he pushing for this? Like how long did this kind of sit? And I'm not trying to make some conspiracy theory or anything like that, but he had to be pushing for that, you know? So, I, you know, it, it's just fascinating to me. I, look, there, there were plenty of times where uh, Kellen Moore was frustrating. I think the Cowboys' offense is still up tempo, uh, uh, similar to the Eagles, right? Like, if you have deficiencies at the wide receiver position or wherever, you going fast and putting the defense on its tail, like, that helps you. Look at Josh Heupel with Tennessee. Like, that's, 
absolutely a benefit to them, right? But he'd do it, they'd score a touchdown, then he'd go right back to going slow, you know, just get the defense. It would help Dak Prescott a lot. And you're right, Kellen Moore did not last long, uh, uh, you know, unemployed, I mean, a day. And he goes to Los Angeles where he's got a great offense, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he, he's, he's walking into a situation where the head coach fired the O.C., basically to save his own hide, right? you know, so we'll see how, how much power Kellen Moore has that offense. It, it's fascinating, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's perfect Cowboys. Like they, they can't do anything normal. It always has to be something. <laughs> well, and Dak uh, played 12 games, 15 interceptions. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, last year through 21 touchdowns. Think about it is I, in the last, since 2019, the Cowboys are the number two offensive scoring team in the league. Uh, yeah. behind the Chiefs. People don't realize yeah. that. Yeah, you know? but then the words yeah. of the immortal Stu Gatz, do it in the playoffs, <laughs> right? Dude, 100%. 100%. And let me also say this. Kellen Moore was also handcuffed a bit because Jerry Jones is was absolutely saying, I don't care what you do, Colin plays, but Ezekiel Elliott is a starter. Like, so your hand, like, I'm not saying it's the end of the world, mm-hmm. but you are kind of handcuffed with what you do. Like, he had to make sure that Zeke had his touches when clearly Tony Pollard is a star making, right? Yeah. So, of course, I mean, it's Dallas, of course. Like, it just cannot be normal. It has to be insane. You know what I mean? So, there you go. But you're right. I mean, Kellen Moore put up numbers with that offense for sure. Uh, Alan, what about here locally? The Titans have yet to name a new OC, and – yeah. You know, there could be some turnover there, obviously, you know, with Tannehill and, 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 and Derrick Henry getting, you know, up there in age and, you know, not a lot of playmakers on the outside. What do you make of that? Should Titans fans be concerned that there's still no OC here in Nashville yet? No, I wouldn't be concerned at all, right? Um, now, I, I don't know what the plan is. Huh. So, you know, that could change, right? But, no, like I, I wouldn't be sitting here like today like freaking out. Um, there, there's plenty of time and there's, there's, there's plenty of people – um, you know, go around. I, I wonder if, you know, Eric Bieniemy from the Chiefs, I wonder if that's a target, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I, I have no idea. You know what I mean? Like, we've got a brand new GM, you know, who knows what he's doing. And yeah, I was going to say, we never, you know, got you, we never got your uh, reaction to the Rand Carthon hire, I don't think. Oh, I love it. I, th- 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 I absolutely love it. This is a guy who has done everything he can to build himself throughout the league fairly quickly, by the mm-hmm. way, right? And if you look at that 49ers team and that roster, um, yeah, I know that, you know, he was over, you know, uh, pro personnel, which doesn't necessarily entitle uh, of, you know, drafts and, and building the team. He absolutely was, including free agency as well. And the 49ers were the best rosters in the NFL, if not the best, right? So I, I, I love this dude. He's got his energy. Uh, him and Vrabel, are, they, they think very similarly. You're going to be able to build a physical team. That you know you're gonna have to come in. It's gonna be a prison fight fighting us, buddy. Like good luck. Like I, I love it. I think he's a great hire. Um, but yeah, I mean you know we don't really know. Like you know this is kind of his first thing, and we're gonna you know it's gonna be one of those to where we don't know until a hire is made. Yeah. And then we're gonna kind of see like okay like here's where you know Rams you know his influence came in. Here's where Vrabel's influence came in. Yeah, so, yeah, long story short, like, I wouldn't freak out by any means. This doesn't have to be solved today. I'm just fascinated to see who it does, because I feel like it's going to be one of those to where you don't hear a lot of rumors. Mm-hmm. You just you just hear the hiring, and you're like, oh, okay, well, yeah. it happened. Yeah. Now let's take a look, yeah. 
Well, you know, there's cap issues, even with the cap going up to 224.8 million, what's about yeah. 16 and a half million up. They're still over the cap. So there's still yeah. a lot of things that need to be happening, it's be interesting you know, all the season. way through. And then in, in, in priority, obviously, in my mind, personnel wise, even I think even goes more, not Tannehill, not Henry, certainly the offensive line, but to Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah, Simmons. That's the one. Let that guy walk. You can't let him go. Especially after, a year after yeah. you trade away H.A. Brown. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Like that, that you know, that that's the fascinating part. You're right. Like you know, they don't have money this year. It, it'll ease up after this year, right? But you got to kind of figure out. And that's the big question: is how does this team view it? You know, is this a rebuild or is this just a hey, we're just gonna have to bite the leather this year, fellas? Just hang tight, understand what we're doing. You know what I mean? And then mm. next year we could really get after this thing. Who knows? But you know, the good thing is that there's a great fan base here who will back them and say, all right, we get it. You know what I mean? Like, it, they seem like – Carver seems like a person that's very, you know, transparent up front. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that will help with Titans fans a ton to understand exactly kind of what the plan is. Doesn't feel like Sean Payton's going to coach this year. What say you? No, it doesn't. And, you know, the interesting part is that, you know, we it, we all as fans or media, like, have an idea that, like, Sean Payton is – gold you know what i mean right. like it's one of those guys he yeah, certainly you know, thinks like, that it's, yeah it's one, of, it's one of those dudes where it's like oh you know what like kelly Moore, like oh yeah fire him yeah he'll be he'll be unemployed for a day well not really like you know what i mean like there's that he, he had, there's plenty of open positions and it seems more that the teams were like nah we're good we're, we're good and you look at it he's got a super bowl for sure and he's won some games but he's kind of like Mike McCarthy. Like, yep. they kind of have the same record. Yep. You know? And yep. it, it sounds odd, but they're kind of the same guy. So, yeah, I, I don't I don't know what happens with that. But yeah, I was a little surprised at how many teams were like, ah, we're, we're all set on that. Like, no, we're good. Alan Bell at Alan Bell 24-7. Alan, as always, appreciate you, man. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. Thanks, Alan. Man, appreciate you guys. Yeah, all right, see you guys. 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 Bye. All, All right, right. Yeah, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. See you bye. tomorrow. All right, but no, 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 not yet. Uh, 615-844-5600 if you want to give us a call. Golfers, tee it up this Thursday through Sunday at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the Callaway Fitting Event and be the first to score the new Paradigm Woods and Irons. The woods are engineered with forged carbon to maximize distance and forgiveness. The irons feature a forged face for increased launch speed and spin. A new paradigm in performance. Go to WorldwideGolfShops.com and reserve your free custom fitting experience happening this Thursday through Sunday. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. Call 800-715-9880. That's right. Annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. Call 800-715-9880. That's 800-715-9880. Sponsored by Annuity General, producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term.
Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get A5 Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks, where's the beef? You tell them, Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville, Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville.